Ahead, back and forth with Pacioretty. Now Stevenson kicks it in. It will count. Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. From the draw, Nicholas Haig rifles it home. One-time shot from Haig. Vegas ties it 3-3. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here are your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Fox Sports Las Vegas. Wallace and Millard out at T-Mobile Arena. That's right. It's a game day. Chapman live inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215, home of the... We got a lot going on here uh, tonight. We're going to chat about uh, how to watch the game at T-Mobile Arena in style. Uh-huh. Like, just take it up a couple of notches as uh, Tommy's going to join us from uh, Hyde Lounge. We're also going to get into Paul Cotter's National Hockey League debut. He had some great things to say uh, today at his uh, media availability. Like, based on just chemistry with the media, with us, mm-hmm. scribes, everybody's hoping Paul Cotter sticks around for months. I think he's up here forever because it was awesome. Uh, back and forth, some great answers there. Uh, there was a Mark Stone sighting at practice today. Whoa. Just let that sink in for a little bit. But don't get too excited because uh, his return is not imminent uh, as far as tonight. And just out of the gate, before we get anywhere close to uh, the game, uh, it's not going to be on regular television tonight. I feel like I just have to remind everybody about this. I know yeah. you're, you're, you're nodding your head, but it's going to become an issue in about three hours. You need an ESPN Plus subscription to watch the game on TV tonight or a Hulu subscription. You won't be able to watch it It's because it's an ESPN game. You won't be able to watch it just on your regular go through the guide, find ESPN, watch it there. won't happen. So you're going to need either Hulu, a subscription to Hulu, or ESPN Plus. Or yeah. you can just listen to the radio like like you and I are going to do. Yeah, I mean, I'll be I'll be watching it live and listening to the radio. Do you ever get confused with that when Dan says they're going left or right in your radio dial? Do you ever no, look at your I, dial? I don't necessarily worry too much about the the descriptors of which direction the teams are going as I'm watching the game. Like that's not something. Uh, I will say this: having listened to radio broadcasts while watching away games for the last four, it'll be nice to have Dan's description of the play match up with what I'm actually seeing mm. as opposed to the delay that delay. I get with TV. How long is your delay? Uh, it, it varies, quite honestly. Um, when I was at home doing a couple of games, it uh, it could it was in the ballpark of like 35 to 40 seconds. That long? Yeah, really. And then um, the Wow, the you times, should feed the hamster more. Yeah, I know. But, you know, why? Because then the delay... Shortens up when the you spin it on the wheel. The, the hamster has nothing to do with internet service. There's nothing there. You don't. You really buy that? The the hamster has nothing to do with the internet. Hamster runs the whole internet. Okay, on That's the wheel. Fantastic. Yeah, really. Hamsters spinning that wheel. How many you hamsters got, do you have in the home? Guinea pig. We have a guinea pig. No, you we, don't. Because we, we want a uh, oh. want faster internet. Cookie the That's guinea pig. Ridiculous. Okay. Cookie and and we talked about Austin the black lab yesterday. Austin mm-hmm. blew out her back knee today. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, what did so you Papa, do? Papa Lou, I need uh, I need a hug today. Uh, so we've got uh, we've got to explore some options there. And yeah. 
the ha- the hamster, the guinea pig, yeah. that, that makes that. So 35 seconds delay. Yeah, and, and more often than not, it's somewhere in the ballpark of 15 to 20 seconds. So in a way, you know what to look for. I do know what to look so for. So that's not a bad thing. It helps me get a jump on the tweet for the goals, right? <laughs> so like usually I'll have that tweet out before anyone else. It's fantastic. So you think it's delayed everywhere like that or just at your house? No, 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 no. I'm saying like every every away game that the Golden Knights have, mm-hmm. if there if there aren't media traveling there, I have that ah, first tweet. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well done. I'm going to come out and hang out with you. You don't mind that, do you? Yes, you I do. You and I uh, hanging out on a day yeah, off. That doesn't sound like, like a, fun at all. Sounds like a beautiful afternoon. Like uh, a great time. So, so uh, Nolan Patrick, uh, we able to have an update there, and uh, we'll also get into uh, some of what uh, Pete DeBoer had to say, but this is the Seattle Kraken, yeah. who uh, lost their first game in this building uh, against the Golden Knights, and then both teams have had an adventure since the theater and the unveiling uh, of that beautiful opening night in the National Hockey League. For the Vegas Golden Knights, it's a 6-6 six and six record coming off the four-game road trip, and for the Seattle Kraken, it's a, a couple of games below 500 now and coming off a loss against Arizona, which gave the Coyotes their first victory. So I, I think there's there's reason to believe that we're going to see uh, an uptick in both teams' performances tonight. Yeah, I mean, for the Seattle Kraken, like that game against the Coyotes, it couldn't have been um, more disastrous in how it ended, right? Because you look at that game, the, the Kraken are up two to nothing within the first minute of the game have a 4-1 lead in the third period and it's the Arizona Coyotes that just kind of come back and steal that win Uh, for me like with Seattle trying to and I know that it's never going to be the same and I know that the comparisons to Vegas are are there but I think as as time has worn on and as you have said in the offseason by probably 15-20 games in the season there those comparisons are going to be moot Mm -hmm. we're we're really not going to talk about it but for Seattle, who's trying to like find their identity and string together a couple of wins here and there, that's the type of game you can't lose. You have to close, especially against the Arizona Coyotes, at that time a winless team in the NHL this year. And then Vegas falling to Detroit in the last game of the road trip, in which they played arguably their best game of the trip. Yeah, figure that one out, uh, hockey god. So uh, both teams uh, coming in off uh, losses tonight. Uh, we'll see what uh, what happens. We will not witness Mark Stone playing tonight, but he was on the ice. And I looked out at practice and went, "Whoa!" Just like a double take, because he was at the far <laughs> end when I uh, glanced through the glass and he was taking some shots on Robin Leonard mm-hmm. just to the side. That's a guy with a long stick. And he's got the hair, some hair coming out the side. Yeah. Like, there's no way, hmm. because we haven't we haven't heard sure. anything. Yeah. And it w- it was right hand shot. Boom. Uh, Mark Stone's on the ice. Uh, what was your initial reaction when you heard that number sixty one, the captain, was skating at practice? Progress. I mean, I think that's kind of the, the the name of the game for me. It's it's a good sign that Mark Stone is out there. It's a good st- a good sign that he's skating. It's a good sign that he was able to skate with his teammates and. Uh, from from what I, I saw and heard, wasn't necessarily restricted. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all about kind of getting Was in the him, same colored sweater? Yeah, it's all about getting him himself back to a spot where he can play. And, you know, you're, you're really not going to be close unless you're on the ice, right? So um, I don't know that it's imminent. I don't know that, that you're, you're going to see Mark Stone perhaps on this six-game homestand. But the fact that he's skating, the fact that he's practicing, the fact that he's able to get through it, and then we'll see what comes of it from there. 
when he'll be on the ice again. How long is that recovery going to be before he's able to go again? Those are all things that we look at, but a good sign that he was on the ice today. Because I always share my uh, ultimate feelings with you. I don't try to hide anything when I'm on the, uh, the program with Ryan Wallace and Chris Chapman. Uh, when I watched him shooting the puck, when I watched him going through drills, mm-hmm. I thought, there's no way we're going to see him tonight. Is there? But yeah, it was yeah. an upward inflection yeah. with a question mark. And the meeting with Pete DeBoer can't come soon enough to find out Mark Stone's status. So here is the question and answer to Mark Stone's availability in the near future. It's a great sign. You know, we're still not, uh, I wouldn't term it close to playing yet, but it's a great first step. Obviously, uh, he's been on the ice and doing stuff on his own. This is the first day he kind of integrated with our group. And uh, the finish line's still uh, a ways out, but uh, it's, it's a boost for us coming off the road, you know, with some of the things we've dealt with just to see some of these guys around and looking better than when we left 10 days ago two weeks ago finish line a ways off not imminent so darn it is that like i said a couple of other words earlier is that, today when i heard that it, it, are we now kind of in that between day-to-day and week-to-week i think status? We're, i think we're day-to-day now closer to day-to-day it, yeah. it's not official that it's day-to-day but I'm going to go out in a limb and say <laughs> we've transitioned from being between week to week and day to day to day to day. Just so, watching him be great. Now, let's see how his body reacts. Mm-hmm. That's always the big question mark. Uh, they send him out. They send players out with the, the, the main group, and then you wait for 24 hours to see uh, how he goes. But uh, based on uh, the, the skates that, uh, that Pete mentioned that he's been having on his own, and then today being with the full group, I'm really optimistic. Uh, and that sign right there does give everybody a, a jolt. Yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, when you're, you're, when you're looking at the, the list of injuries the Golden Knights have sustained so far this season, and you're a player in the trenches, you are going into battle every single night with this club. Uh, if there is a hint of another player coming back in, if there is a hint, especially it being your captain, um, yeah, I think everyone just kind of gets uplifted and, and motivated by it. And, you know, if, if we're kind of in that day-to-day spot, then, you know, maybe maybe sometime at, over the next six games you see Mark Stone back into the lineup and what that does for this team is massive. We will see one lineup change tonight because Paul Cotter, forward will make his national hockey league debut he'll Mm -hmm. do the hot lap come out by himself uh, do a couple of twirls had a couple of uh, fun things to say uh, about that but this is a direct result of paul cotter's performance in the exhibition season Mm -hmm. without a full training camp and an exhibition schedule i don't think paul cotter gets this opportunity but he grabbed it and was really good in his appearances and showcased some speed and some uh, tenacity, a little, not not necessarily bite, but was aggressive on the forecheck. And I, I'm really excited about this young man. Yeah, I mean, you look back at, at some of those moments for Paul Cotter in, in the preseason, it was strong on the penalty kill, creating turnovers, finding offense, uh, jumping into plays, scored a goal. 
uh, north-south player who's who's going to be in the right spot more often than not. At least that's what he's been able to do in the AHL. Now it's time to see whether or not Paul Cotter can do it in, in the NHL in the regular season game. And I'll tell you this, I'm rooting for him because y- you want to see young guys get an opportunity and stick and, and do something with that chance. Uh, I think Paul Cotter has a really good opportunity in front of him tonight. Now it's up to him to seize it. He's got an interesting hockey history to him. Uh, Troy Derry guy, played uh, in the CompuWare system, uh, committed to Western Michigan, played eight games there, and then went to the Ontario Hockey League with the Hunters and the London Knights and uh, put up some big uh, big numbers uh, uh, when, uh, when he had the opportunity to really play with the star players, but not a big number guy. He's always going to be kind of probably in that 10 to 15 goal range yeah. uh, in and around there. Uh, so there's, there's that part of him. Can he find a niche for himself while not putting up a 30-goal season or have the potential to play, have a 20-goal season? Uh, and that, that will be the question mark. But the fact that he's paid his due, he's only 21 turning 22 but he's got a couple of years uh with with henderson it's it'll be interesting to see which way his career goes whether he's a depth guy or whether he can turn his game into something more yeah and i think it all starts with that first step and you know showing well an exhibition the the parts of the game that jumped out to me for paul cotter were some of the work that he did on the penalty kill i wonder if Mm -hmm. tonight he gets a couple of opportunities, a couple of looks, and he makes plays. Like, that's what you're looking for from a young guy coming into the lineup and it's going to be playing on your fourth line when you're trying to find a combination that, that gets you wins. You need someone to go out there and make a play, whether it's, whether it's on your top line, whether it's your, your middle six or, your, or your, your bottom six. You just need guys to go out there and make plays. In preseason hockey, Paul Cotter, every game he played, he made plays. So that's what you're looking for tonight from him. Game number one for his National Hockey League career, uh, Paul Cotter was uh, full of an ear-to-ear grin when he walked into that media session today. Here is Paul Cotter this morning. Uh, I looked, uh, came in the locker room today and saw the board, so uh, came over the, to the dressing room and texted my mom and she already knew, so I guess the parents find out before the players nowadays. Yeah, so um, mom, dad, brother, sister, I believe. Um, not too sure. I just kind of sent a quick text saying, hey, you guys know? And they're like, yeah. So I'm like, all right, nice. So uh, I'm sure I'll give them a shout after when I leave here. I think so, yeah. Um, I think Katie Bottinger uh, let them know. She's awesome with that type of stuff. So Katie works with the Vegas Golden Knights and uh, is the go-to. Like, she, she is a genius with, with everything. And uh, you, you have... A question, Katie handles it. So uh, nice to get uh, a little shout out from Paul regarding uh, putting the plans in place and the fact that uh, that he'll have family in attendance tonight uh, for the for this one. He he said uh, when he goes up for that hot lap, mm-hmm. he just doesn't want to fall down. That's the only thing. Maybe by the third lap, like the third little twirl around, he might do something fun. Yeah, and take a look around. But the first two. The entire focus is on not falling. That's fantastic. I, I you know, um, 
Although I will say this, like if he does fall, look out because he's scoring a hat trick in the game. <laughs> I'm just saying that right now. I uh, no, it, it's 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 such an important thing. It's such a big deal for for young players that that rookie hop hot lap, that ability to go out there on NHL ice and and have that moment for yourself. Um, you know, I I like the I, I kind of like the the joking and the the vulnerability in that, and just saying like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna just kind of go through a go through a lap try to get a shot on goal and from there i'll i'll settle in and focus on uh, on soaking it in but it's a cool moment I, I i never get tired of watching those players jump on the ice in that first game setting that solo hot lap and and just soaking it in it's awesome game 13 for the vegas golden knights and he's already part of a pretty lengthy list to make the national hockey league debut this year uh here is a paul talking about following in the footsteps of his uh, teammates with the Henderson Silver Knights and getting the bump up to Vegas. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think I've texted Jake LeCision 150 times in the past two days, um, just making sure about schedules and stuff. So um, seeing familiar faces and stuff and all these guys in camp, they've been around, so it's it makes it easy. Uh, everybody said hi, so um, there's not too many new guys, so it makes it easy for sure. That's funny about the texting Jake Lasition about the schedule. That's like, what time do you get to the rink for practice uh, with the, with the big club? Uh, what's the uh, the process uh, about uh, in in getting ready, video, and uh, different meetings with the coaches? So uh, you you don't want to be on the wrong end of that one. Uh, you certainly want to be standing <laughs> out in the hallway, going, "Where is everybody? Oh, they're in there doing video." Uh, or or uh, of, the, of the like. So uh, pretty, just a really neat moment for Paul Cotter. And it's the kind of thing that, well, Mark Stone is on the ice this morning and there's a, uh, a burst of enthusiasm that goes through the rink in seeing the captain on the ice. This, this can have a similar impact with that energy and that buzz on a team that's coming off a four-game road trip. Uh, the first game back, this, there's no secret to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, even if you're, uh, you're Gary Lawless and you're on the road trip, the, the, the first couple of days back after being away for 10 days is distracting. And so uh, Paul Cotter should be able to give everybody that just a uh, little drive, uh, something to watch and pay attention to, and uh, maybe you can grab onto his coattails early on. Yeah, I mean, I think energy is is going to be important, and there's a lot of mileage on some of the legs for the Golden Knights uh, over the that four-game road trip when you factor in injuries, when you factor in all these different things, pushing at the end of games, trying to get back into games. Um, you know, you, you, you want some fresh legs here, and, and you know, it's it's easy to to look at Paul Cotter and, and want to play a little bit harder, want to do something more with him in the lineup so that he leaves tonight's game with a good feeling. And, you know, the best feeling in the world when you make your NHL debut is to find a win. When we started this season and we had our big chat with Pete DeBoer and Kelly McCrimmon, what was the one word, I'll put you on the spot here, the one word that we kept hearing about this 2021-2022 group? depth thank you and, and we didn't even rehearse that no that's pretty cool yep depth mm-hmm. so we're 13 games in as of tonight and paul cotter will be the fifth golden knight to make his national hockey league debut and that's all because of what they've gone through peyton krebs played peyton krebs had already played in the national hockey league there wasn't somebody coming in and and stealing a job it's all injury 
related. Yeah. And that's that's pretty extraordinary considering the word of the week at the start of the season was depth and how quickly you can turn it into having to go beyond that with now five guys. Well, I think it highlights just how, how decimated by injuries the Golden Knights have been, right? And like, how fast listen, it can happen. And, and yeah, exactly. And that's the other side of this, too, is you know, sometimes you'll have an injury to one or two guys at one time, but it's very rare that you see so many names out of the lineup for the Vegas Golden Knights or out of the lineup for any NHL team early on in a season or in a short span. So uh, no one is immune from uh, an injury bug kind of creeping into your dressing room. Uh, for the Golden Knights, I think there's merit and, and benefit in having it early on in the season as opposed to later in the year or you know in the playoffs, whatever the case may be. Uh, but the, the depth that was built in the offseason is certainly in a position now where it's been challenged and you need contributions, not just from the players you brought in in the offseason, but you need contributions from the guys in the AHL that have been wanting an opportunity to show what they can do at an NHL level. I don't know whether it's the Paul Cotter insertion is because of a bump and bruise coming off the road trip. Uh, we saw uh, Cotter called up in the back end of the road trip. Daniil Miramanov was also uh, recalled in the back end uh, of the road trip. It might be something to do with that. It might be because uh, of the penalty kill, you can give a bit of a boost to that. Uh, Detroit Red Wings were very effective with man advantage on, on Sunday night. Uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, why Paul Cotter is in the lineup and where he's going to uh, factor in as far as, as ice time goes. Nolan Patrick is another player that's on the comeback. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pete DeBoer did say he was not out with the uh, with the group today, uh, like like Mark Stone, but it gave a bit of an update that uh, that Nolan Patrick is trending in a positive direction. Now, you have to parse through that a little bit, yeah. and and we give ourselves some liberty uh, to be able to digest that and analyze it. That's that's probably somewhere now in the between week to week and day to day. Yeah. For me, like with, with Nolan Patrick and, and this is not speculating on what I think the injury is because I'm, I'm just not going down that road. I have no um, idea. I don't either. Um, but when it comes to Nolan Patrick, I think that there's, there's not really a timetable I've been placing on it because I don't think there was really a timetable to be placed on it initially. Right. So, it's good that he's on the ice. It's good that there seems to be some movement in the right direction. But uh, as far as Patrick goes, I think that it's more just about kind of reading into those signs and getting some positive uh, momentum going. And then once he's close, we'll, we'll have an idea. We'll know. Stone at practice, not playing. Nolan Patrick is skating, making uh, positive strides. Mm-hmm. And Paul Cotter recalled in the lineup tonight. This is this is the longest we've spent talking about the pieces out and coming in mm-hmm. in a while. Yeah, uh, it it almost tells me that that team, that group down there, is sort of beyond the rash of injuries, and they're comfortable, they're settled in. We're to a certain point settled in that this is the group that that we're going to watch on a night-to-night basis and instead of talking about all the noise now today there's a reason to talk about noise yeah. uh, because there was some at practice uh, that's that's the team that's going to win lose and and that reinforcement uh, idea just 
put that to the side. Yeah, but it, it's also interesting in a way because I, I kind of feel like with with Stone specifically, and, and again, we can't, we can't know for sure when he might be back in the lineup, but you talk about a jolt if and when he's able to go for this team. I think that you start to, to kind of get past the idea that this is going to be something you have to sustain or, or be around 500 for the next 12 or, or 15 games. I think you start to see that, you know, maybe that part is is kind of more in the rear view than not, especially if you get Stone back in the lineup. And then you can start working on chipping away and, and banking some more points beyond just what the Golden Knights have been able to accrue over the last 12 games. Hard to believe they played 10 games without Pacioretty and Stone. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild, isn't it? Five and five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But ten games yeah. without those two in the lineup. Uh, we didn't know what the issue was with Stone when he left right. that night. And remember how bad it, it looked having yep. uh, being helped off the ice and carried down the uh, the hallway. Uh, he just he, he moved and well today, and he, he wearing the same sweater. He wasn't in a non-contact sweater, not that a morning skate uh, necessarily uh, has a lot of contact, but if, if he was really super vulnerable or mm-hmm. uh, just easing his way back, I think he would be in, in, in the red jer- jersey. So I think that uh, just in, in looking at that, it's, it's incredibly positive. Yeah, I, I'm with you 100%. And, you know, for a team that has been dealing with injuries day in and day out, I think at some point you just want to have something to feel good about. And whether or not you see Mark Stone in the next five or six games, I don't know that that matters so much as just having him out there around the team and and the boost you get from that good news because it's been hit after hit after hit for the Golden Knights to start this year. Uh, Another player that's not in the lineup, uh, I'm expecting, I would think that uh, he would be in the arena tonight, is Jack Eichel. And just to put a bow on on his arrival to Vegas. Uh, Pete DeBoer was asked today uh, about his conversation that he had with Jack in their initial meeting yesterday and what the topic of conversation is. Because he's not going to be in the lineup anytime soon. So do, do you talk about the surgery? Do you talk about uh, where you see him in the lineup? Uh, wh- what is that discussion like? Here's Pete DeBoer on Jack. Uh, you know what, r- really quick. I mean, he's, he's overwhelmed. He's, he's, uh, he's got a surgery on Friday and, and you know, he, it was more him just talking me uh, and Kelly through kind of the last seven, eight months and the injury and, and the research he's done on, on, uh, on how he has come to this decision. And really interesting guy, very, very knowledgeable, really sharp, uh, you know, speaks like a doctor, I'm sure, uh, when you had that kind of time to, to meet that many people and go through it and that much is at stake, you, you would get educated on it. But he's... Uh, he was really impressive and, and for me, really optimistic about how he's going to come back, uh, when he's going to come back, and how motivated he's going to be when he, when he gets there. Keeps coming back to that, the motivation mm-hmm. part. Yep, yep. Chip the shoulder. Look out. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Uh, former 35-goal score. Can he get back to that? I said yesterday he could be a 50-goal, 50 50-assist 50 guy uh, with the Vegas Golden Knights, a 100-point player with that skill level and the surrounding uh, and supporting cast uh, that he has. He won't be in the lineup tonight. The Seattle Kraken against the Vegas Golden Knights, round two between the uh, two most 
uh, recent expansion teams in the National Hockey League. Uh, Seattle coming off a uh, disappointing performance against Arizona. And Vegas uh, doing a nice job treading water uh, with all the injuries. They'd love to move back above 500 tonight. Uh, when we continue, we'll chat more about uh, what's going to happen in this game tonight. Robin Leonard back in the fold. Uh, how the Golden Knights uh, plan to attack this team uh, from uh, Seattle. And we'll also get into news notes from around the National Hockey League in our one-timer segment. It's the VGK Insider Show, live from Section 104 on Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Game 13 of the National Hockey League season. Vegas back for a six-game homestand. 500 on the campaign, looking to make some hay over the next couple of weeks. Uh, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, book it. It's easy to get your head around it as the Seattle Kraken are in town tonight. And we've got it for you in Fox Sports Las Vegas and the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network pregame show at 6 o'clock. And then Dan Duva, Gary Lawless uh, take over. And if you want to come down, uh, there's a really cool opportunity to uh, win something. Maybe put a jersey in their back, a William Carlson jersey. And uh, with more on that, here's Tommy Apolito, uh, the general manager of uh, Hyde Lounge. What do you got going on over there? Because I, I just, I look at the Hyde Lounge and I think, I'm not cool enough to go in there. So you're give me the 411, which is a Canadian term, by the way. Uh, uh, what, what's happening over there? First of all, thanks for having me back, guys. It's been, been, a, been a minute. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were doing a little uh, promo tonight in conjunction with Pink Whitney. It's a pink lemonade vodka that's very popular in the hockey world. So if you go upstairs, buy, buy a Pink Whitney shot or drink, you get a raffle ticket, and we're giving away a signed William Carlson jersey tonight. Nice. So when, uh, all you have to do is buy a shot, have some fun, show up, and you're in. Right. And not only buy a shot, we, we price it at $5. So as everybody knows, that's a fantastic price inside the arena. And if you, you say, I don't like doing shots, well, it's great mixed with soda water or mm -hmm. Sprite. It's really a good product that uh, it's easy to drink for, for males and females. And uh, $5, buy, buy around the shots for the bar, get a bunch of tickets, and, and oh, uh, yeah. te <laughs> test, uh, test your luck and try to win this uh, signed jersey. Hey, Ryan Whitney ever show up and have a pink Whitney up there? Not yet. They, we got to get them over here. Yeah, they've been, they've been good to work with. They uh, did some stuff with us on social, yeah. and uh, it's, it's been a really good product for us. Uh, Hyde Lounge, you, how long have you been uh, from the start? Or, uh? I, haven't, I came in halfway through the inaugural season. Oh. So I came in in February and experienced that Stanley Cup run, which was just tremendous. And I've uh, been there ever since, yeah. So it's uh, up the, uh, the opposite end of where we are uh, right now. Do you give everybody, if, if they don't know where, how, how to get to the Hyde Lounge? So, yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're on the fifth floor at T-Mobile Arena. We're on the side of the arena where the Knights shoot twice. Uh, it's super easy to access pregame. Come in through the main doors. You either take a left or a right to the elevator lobbies, go up to floor five, and you literally walk straight in the hide. And I think the biggest misconception is that we're still battling four or five years later is that anybody that's in the arena can come up and enjoy the amenities. So as long as you have a ticket to the game or you're in here for a concert or UFC fight, anybody can come up and enjoy the bars and the DJ and the atmosphere and come up and experience what, what we have to offer. Because you think it's... It's exclusive because it's such a cool place. That's what, you're, you're a victim of your own success, Tommy. Right, right. <laughs> and and that, that's a great point. That's a great point. It's so beautiful up there. Anytime I give tours or, or show somebody the venue for the first time, they're just blown away that something that nice 
exist, you know, in a sports arena. And we, we did a really good job incorporating the nightlife aspect and, and VIP service in conjunction with whatever's going on downstairs, whether it be concert, UFC, you know, we just had PBR, you know, a ton of dirt in here. So it's, it's a very unique way to enjoy the event that's happening downstairs in the arena. Uh, Tommy Epelito is here, the general manager of Hyde Lounge, uh, with us in Section 104, the VGK Insider Show inside T-Mobile Arena. So I can, I can speak to kind of the, the atmosphere, right, from doing pregames and intermissions in the club uh, for a couple of seasons. It, there's really not anything like the type of entertainment you get within the entertainment of a hockey game, right? For a lot of people, I, I think that intermissions can be a little bit long, right? Yeah, it's a it's a break in the fun of the evening. But up in High Lounge, that's not the case because it's really a mood. It's a vibe all night long. Total vibe. Yeah. So pregame and intermission, kind of our bread and butter. As soon as that buzzer sounds, hundreds of people come up to the fifth floor and enjoy the DJ for 20 minutes. It's all Golden Knights fans mingling and enjoying the music and um, the energy. I think that's a good way to put it. You know, like you said, intermissions can be a little long and boring and like let's start the game again we have a lot of people that come up for intermission and they never go back down to their seats <laughs> so they just hang out at the bar watch the tv is and that because of the you, shots the shots help the shots definitely <laughs> part help of it, for sure. yeah part of it um but yeah it's it's like like ryan said it's the mood and the vibe up there that you know everybody's having such a good time it, it's hard to leave the venue I, a lot of people say yeah i got sucked in that it's a good way to put it that people come up there and they don't leave what if I want to go and experience Hyde and watch the game at the same time? Yeah, it's it's a great place to watch the game. Can I hang out the whole whole night? And yeah, yeah. And, you and get, see the game? Yeah, you get your own couch. Uh, we we uh, we have a lot of tables up there. You get a VIP table. You get your own server. You have your own dedicated couch with security the entire night. Mm. And the views are tremendous up there. You know, we're on the fifth floor, and we're literally probably the furthest point from the ice, but. A lot of people enjoy it, especially novice hockey fans, because you can see the plays develop. We have the we have the game playing on all our TVs, and and an under uh, underrated part of the evening is that we play the game sound that people are used to hearing at home. Oh, you know, okay. Dave, Dave and Shane calling yeah. the game, and it, it walks you through it. If you're not a big hockey person, you know it helps to have that play-by-play going as you're watching the game. Now, if if someone were coming up for the first time, like where's the spot? that you would recommend they go to have kind of the best of everything to get the vibe of the intermissions, but also to make sure they're focused in on the hockey as well. Yeah. I think, um, the, the two interior bars are where all the action happens. Um, if you come up for intermission, you, you don't get a view of the ice, but we have 35 TVs up there that you can enjoy and watch the game. And even if you can't, I'm working obviously. And, you know, I, I lean up against the bar and I watch, watch the game on TV and you hear the oohs and the ahs, and you still feel like you're part of the game even though you don't see the ice. Now, if you have a VIP table or standing room only ticket, you have great views of the ice. But if you're coming up just to enjoy the amenities, you'll be hanging out at the bar with me. Can I just show up and, and get a, a couch with a view, or do I have to book that? We, we book in advance. We sell out. Good. Depending on the game, you know, the first game, first game back from a road trip always sells out really quick. Uh, but we, we sell out every game. So it's, it's smart to book in advance. And a lot of people like their own. You know, they know which couch they like. Oh, they, yeah. know, they know if they want to be on the back <laughs> row or against the glass or, you know, in this section or with this cocktail waitress. So. Now you're talking Vegas here. You, you right. got the couch, the, yeah, the, the, service, the proper right. spot. Bottle yeah. service. And, 
and uh, it's just a fun time up there. What about standing room only? Do you have to pre-book that too? Standing room only are, are pre pre uh, prepaid. Yeah. And then we use the triangles. That's what we call them. Those big white things that jut out over the arena, and you get a bird's eye view of the game. And uh, is that what you call those things? We call them the triangles. Yeah. That's the Avion Tequila Terrace, and that's the Stella Loft over there. Oh. So it's, a, it's an affordable option. We sell our standing room only tickets for right around $30. Um, so it's a good. That's a great view. It is. It's I watched the Pac-12 basketball from up there after we did a, a game in this rink. Yeah. A road game last year during COVID. It was a weird time. But I watched basketball from up there. It's and great it was view. great. It's a great view. Yeah. W- whether it's PBR, a concert, Pac-12, VGK. You know, it's 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 a great view and a fun time. Is the stage usually at that end uh, in a concert? The or stage the stage is always on this end unless okay. it's a middle show. Um, Be awesome place it, to watch a show. Yeah, it's a great place to watch a concert. And the good thing about us, and I tell everybody this, it's it's about the social experience. You you can't find eight tickets to get together downstairs, mm. and if you do, you're not talking to anybody except who's right next to you. Right. I see it time and time again, whether it's a hockey game or concert, I'll walk through the venue, and people are lost in the conversation with each other while the event's going on. So we really pride ourselves on being able to enjoy the company that you're with and still enjoy what whatever's going on downstairs. Do you, do you when like, I mean, this has to be one of the most unique ways to take in a hockey game. It right? is. Like, it, just no other team in the NHL has this. Nobody. Nobody. There, there's a few other venues across across the nation that have, like, a smaller version of us, but there's nowhere in the world, really. I, I have people from other venues across across the world call me asking, picking my brain kind of yeah. because they're, they're knocking out walls and suites and they're kind of trying to duplicate what we did up there. Um, but, yeah, we're still, still the one and only. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, L.A. has a bar, but it's kind of... We have a Out we the side. We have a hide. We have a hide in Staples Center, that yeah. they took th- three suites and knocked out the walls. Yeah. So it's super small. It's nothing compared. No, no. To you're right. I, and the only reason I know that is because we, uh, when the game was going on and they stopped selling beer, we went out to the to the hide to grab right. some beer uh, during a during an overtime game. And Toronto has a bar up top, but they've never really figured out what to do with it in the restaurant down below. That's always been popular, but nothing. Mm. Like you're right. Nothing yes. that has the vibe super where you indeed. walk through and feel like you're in Vegas. And not only the the not the best thing, but a, a big thing is that. We serve all the way through the game, whereas the concession bars stop serving. You the man right yeah. now. So <laughs> so if you go to that concession stand, you see that sign that says no more beer. Just come up to floor five and we'll take care of you. And once again, if you want to just show up for the intermission, you don't need any type of pass to get in. No pass. It's not pretentious. There's no dress code. Come up with your jersey and No hat. dress code. Yeah. Come up, come up as you are and um, enjoy the amenities for sure. And what's the special tonight uh, again? You so it's the Pink Whitney? $5 Pink Whitney drinks. You get a raffle ticket, and we're giving away a signed William Carlson jersey. We'll uh, announce the winner on our social media sites uh, midway through the third period. You ever have somebody, and this is a serious question, but you ever have people that come to the game and they never really see the game because they get so caught up in the atmosphere? A lot. A lot. Yeah. For sure. 100%. But that's, that's a good thing because everybody's having a good time. You're, you're in the rink. You're, you're again, doing your thing. It's, yeah, it's again, people get caught up in the conversation and join, join the physical interaction, mm-hmm. you know, the, with, with somebody, and they, 
they hear the horn go off and they, they look at the TV to find out what happened. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, <laughs> come up and say hi tonight and check out the venue if you haven't uh, if you haven't rolled through there. He's talking to you. Uh, you're driving around right now. You're coming to the game tonight. Uh, Tommy's talking to you. Uh, come up, just check it out. Uh, grab a pink Whitney, and uh, you might walk out of here with a William Carlson signed sweater. Tommy, explain to me why Darren's not cool enough to join. Darren's 100% cool. Oh, come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, have some fun There's with not him. a cool code? There's not a cool code? You, you, have, you have the cool card. You, you, That's ridiculous. You qualify. That, the, That's the, blasphemy. I know. The, the bar, though, is, is awesome. It is. It like, is. That, it's not open like a non-game night. So that's a, that no, we're only right? open during events, which is, okay. you know, perfect for, yeah, perfect for me. Yeah. So, yeah, so concerts, exactly. uh, PBR, all that kind of stuff. You, if, if there's an event downstairs, we're open. And same rules apply? Same rules apply, yep. So if there's a – give me a concert that's coming up. Uh, uh, we have um, Justin Bieber in February, okay. which is going to be a big one. Hmm. Um, there, next year's book with Dua Lipa, Shawn Mendes. We have Garth uh, – not Garth Brooks, uh, George Strait coming back again. Oh, nice. Uh, we have a bunch of country shows coming up. If I uh, wanted uh, the couch uh, for – Justin Bieber, would it be gone already, or how far in advance would I have to? No, no. February twentieth, Justin Bieber. I, w- I would a month. You're, you'd be safe. Month? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah a month I'm, out. I'm I'm zeroed in on George Strait here. I'm zeroed in on that. George let's go. Strait. Let's, let's go. Let's do it. You yeah. guys, you guys are welcome anytime. The car song by George Strait. It's one of my favorites. It's all about my wife. Yeah, she's a huge, huge. George oh, he's Strait awesome. Fan. Yeah, it's gonna he's, be fantastic. He, he's outstanding. Zero. Uh, what's your capacity up there? Seven hundred and ninety people. It's 18,000 square Holy feet. Crap. It's a humongous, humongous venue. I put on about five, six miles a night. Yeah? Walking back and forth <laughs> during an event. And yeah. are you here every night that there's an event? I am. Yeah. I love it so much that if I'm not here, which I'm never never not here, but um, I would feel like I was missing out. That's okay. Tommy, what would, you, what would you have for dinner if, like, you were coming, you had the couch reserved, uh, your bottle service, uh, what are you ordering for food, and what's your drink of choice to we, sit down there and watch a VGK? We have, we have a fantastic menu. We have our own kitchen. The tuna, tuna tostada Ooh. is fantastic. It's, it's a tartar, a little guacamole, some chips. It, everything on our menu is really good. We have a bunch of sliders, um, nachos, a little upscale nacho action. And, uh, yeah, I would get a $5 Pink Whitney tonight. boy. I'm going to do this um, just for the radio listeners. Uh, I want to know if Ryan and I, Dave and Shane, get the big couch for a great show. You mentioned uh, security. Yep. Would you be able to keep Lawless away from us <laughs> and not allow him to, to sit down at our table? 100%. You, 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 really? guys, you guys will have your wristbands, and if Lawless doesn't, yeah. he, he cannot access you guys. I'm waving to you, Gary Lawless, uh, up there. You... <laughs> that, that'll be worth it. Uh, worth it, right there. When's the uh, the draw for the uh, jersey tonight? We're doing it. We're doing it halfway through the third period. Okay. Yeah, we'll announce it on our Instagram, Facebook pages. We'll show the winning ticket, and then you can just come up and uh, claim your prize. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. Tommy Apolito's here, uh, the general manager of Hyde Lounge. Uh, have you Have you gone through any type of uh, evolution up there uh since since you've been here we have we've we've changed quite a bit we you know it's, it's a learning process because yeah. it's such a unique venue we learn what people like and what they don't like and you know change the menu change our drink change our, the way we serve people 
you know, the DJ, we never, we didn't have the DJ year one. He didn't. We started the DJ uh, during the playoffs, and it was a humongous hit, and, and we've kept them since. So um, it's, it's just, like you said, it, the, the venues evolved so much over the years, and I'm super proud of my team, super proud of all the effort everybody's put in to get it to where it is right now. And the, the triangles uh, that, are, that jut out, the two triangles, and I'm going to keep calling them triangles because yeah. now I know, I, I feel hip. They look, uh, and, they look like and, triangles. In the, in the, uh, in the, no, if I'm standing room only there, do I have service uh, up you there? Do. There's do a I? bar right behind you, literally 10, ten feet. Both there's sides. bars on yep. both. There's bars, yep. bars inside both triangles, and then we have two interior bars. Restrooms right there, which you can't put a price tag on. Um, nope. No, yeah. no, you can't. You're right. Nope. Yeah. Uh, if I walk in and drop your name, where where does it get me? You've 100% VIP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could have told you that. I could have told you that. Buddy. Come on. You know, I have family coming in in a couple of weeks for, for the Columbus game. We might do that. I would uh, love. And, I would and, love to host uh, uh, you guys up there. And w- is there age uh, restrictions? So it's all ages for hockey, for okay. concerts, and UFC. We'd like to keep that adult five. So yeah. it's 21 plus for those events. Um, but for hockey, it's all ages. Hey, you guys got something going on? You let us know because mm-hmm. we'd love to let people know about it uh, awesome. on a night-to-night uh, basis. So uh, flip it. Uh, we'll mention it. We'll make sure everybody's uh, in the know. And the the thing that I've really come to realize that's been eye-opening is we can sit in the stands and go up there for the intermission. Yeah. It, it's such so much fun. If, if you haven't done it, you, you next game, next time you're in the arena, cruise up to – floor five and you'll, you'll have a blast and i bet you you pump the people through uh, like at the bar uh, we do turn, we turn do around it's like 20 good. minutes of just craziness yeah yeah, yeah. uh who's your favorite uh bartender server give me give me a couple of names you i know, know i know i know that's that's tough but give me a couple of uh the shout outs to people yeah katie and tina at yeah. the av12 bar and jojo and becky those we have a lot of private parties in the triangle so a lot of people can't get to those bartenders, mm. but those four interior bartenders just pump it out those 20 minutes. Private party in the triangle? Oh, yeah. Corporations rent out each triangle. <laughs> we have two parties there tonight, 75 each. Get out of here. Yeah. Broadcast oh, it from one of them. Oh, I'm wa- we don't have yeah. the game tonight. <laughs> I'm walking through there tonight. <laughs> yeah, Go come for up. it. Come I am stru- strutting through there uh, tonight. I know Tommy. Yeah, that's it's right. It, it, it's, all, it's all good. So seriously, will you will you let us know? Uh, yeah, I will. Uh, with, Absolutely. Like specials for sure. Cool things that are happening, and uh, and we'll make sure that people are popping up there because uh, you, you do you you get uh, the concourse is fun during a game, but you maybe you don't do it every game, but you pop up there on a Saturday or something like yeah, that and 100%. get that get that Vegas vibe, yeah. and and really and we'll put it out on Twitter too for people that I are coming in. I uh, appreciate doing that. Guys. Uh, Tommy Athleto, general manager of Hyde, my new best friend here at T-Mobile. <laughs> Uh, arena. Thanks for stopping by, buddy. I appreciate it, guys. Always, always appreciate it. Check it out. Floor five uh, at the end where the Vegas School of the Knights shoot at uh, twice during the course of a game. Uh, we'll be back. The play of the day is coming up, and it's another end-to-end thriller by a young defenseman. Uh, we'll be back from Section 104 at T-Mobile Arena ahead of the Seattle Kraken of the Vegas School of the Knights on Fox Sports Las Vegas. This is the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Now back to Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Pretty impressive. Long, long cord on this headset uh, section 104. I'm all the way up at Hyde right now, hanging out with my best buddy Tommy. Yeah, I know you want to That's be a there. Long, long cable. How, you're gonna, how, you're gonna how are things over there in section 104? Um, they're great, um, Darren. 
It's crazy. I can, can you see, see me waving? I can see you waving. It's I'm weird. I'm on the how, uh, right that, triangle if you're looking at me. Yeah, I'd be the left triangle if you're not. Okay. <laughs> um, I can't stress this enough, uh, and this is because I, I did plenty of broadcasts inside Hyde Lounge, pregames, intermissions. Uh, it is an absolute vibe, and I think the best way that I could put it is if you want to come to a game and have fun, right, regardless of what happens on the ice, regardless of what the, the final score of the game is, if you are just looking to have fun, do yourself a favor and just experience a game from Hyde Lounge once. You'll be hooked. The, the only time I've gone to a sporting event where I've got uh, just right into the, the bar scene and forgot about the, uh, the action was at the Masters on the, on the patio. And I could understand we, we, we that. Got, we got we, a bunch of us were on the we had these passes, and then we forgot it was a Friday of the Masters in 2004, and looked out and went, "Oh, Sergio's leading." Ah, more beers. Yeah, but but this I, this would be just I a could. little bit of a, a step up from uh, Augusta National. Uh, here's the play <laughs> of the day as we go back to uh, the New York Rangers, and I believe it's Sam Rosen with the call. Keandre Miller putting on a show. Weaker and Montour on with Barkov and Huberdo out with the puck. Andre Miller. Miller challenges. Weaker. Sam Rosen and Joe Micheletti with a call on MSG as Keandre Miller went down the right side, cut towards the net, and flipped it up and in, and the New York Rangers uh, beat the Florida Panthers last night at the Garden. Yeah, just a beautiful goal. Um, probably the, the highlight of the night for the Rangers outside of Igor Shesterkin kind of stealing two points from uh, the Florida Panthers, but uh, an electric play, phenomenal play, and uh, it's absolutely deserving of being the play of the day. Shesterkin allowed a late goal. I don't think he was happy about it. No. Because uh, he didn't come up for a star. <laughs> yeah, were, it's ridiculous. They were waiting, they were waiting to load, load the stuff in, yeah. in the gate, and then yeah. everybody's looking around. Where is he? Uh, Shesterkin, he's not coming up. Uh, security just said, go on about, uh, <laughs> about your business. Uh, that's the play of the day on the VGK Insider Show. Back to set up uh, our number two as the Golden Knights are return home and face the Seattle Kraken. It's like starting the season all over again, including the opponent. A Kraken and the Golden Knights, our number two, the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas is next.